Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And guys, today's episode is 145, and it's entitled, What if there wasn't a right way to live your life? Now, if there is a question that has stumbled me for so long, it is this one. I have struggled for so many years about the right way to live my life. You know, almost like, you know, back in the times in the Bible where they lived the Mosaic law and they could only walk a certain amount of steps a day. See, I kind of walk through life thinking that every step I take is going to be the wrong one or, you know, hesitating or every step that I take expecting it to be like, nope, this isn't right. No, there are times in life that we start going down a wrong road or something of that nature. But I'd say for the most part, we're actually generally on track. You know, I was talking with one of my clients um, yesterday and they said something really interesting to me. They said, I asked them what they wanted out of our coaching session. And they said, I want to know that I'm not doing the wrong thing, which, uh, you know, it essentially meant I want to know that I'm doing the right thing. And, and I feel that same way. Like, I want to always know that I'm on the right path. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste energy. And somehow in my head, I got this idea that there was always a right way to do things, you know, in order to, you know, make it back to God's presence. And, and that's the most important thing to me is making it back to God's presence. But I don't think it matters if I'm going to make it back to God's presence. Well, not that that doesn't matter. I don't think that having the decision of, okay, do I call this person or do I call this person or do I work on my podcast or do I play the guitar? I don't think any of those are going to have anything to do with me getting back to God. I mean, do you? Do you have, do you have all that worry, all that thought in your head that just comes up and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't do this because of this. Or, oh my goodness, what if I'm not saying the exact right thing in this moment? It was cool. I run, a, I run an extra call. You guys might be interested on, there's a company called Insight Timer and they have different teachers come in and virtually teach these, teach these little courses. And so oftentimes I'll, I'll do a course on Mondays at 11 o'clock. So plenty of times if I'm not doing my Ask Me Anything call, which is generally the second Monday of each month at, 10, at sorry, 11 a.m., then I'll oftentimes be on these Insight Timer calls. And, and it was really interesting because before we did this call, I was so in my head. Like, I know when the spirit is able to come through me that I'm going to say the, the best things that I can. And I know that when I'm so in my head about what's the next thing to say, I'm paying way too much attention to me, how I'm going to look or what, you know, or even putting that pressure of impact. Oh my goodness, what, what do I have to say today that's going to make the greatest difference in these people's lives? Chill. Not you chill, me chill. What if there wasn't a right way to live your life? You know, one of the thoughts that came to me, you know, as I was getting ready to do this podcast this morning was uh, something that Ophi, one of my friends, he, he's also a musician, came on in, in his interview that I did with him Oh, probably about a year ago now, he said something really interesting. He said, Joseph, I don't think that God has just one path for us. I think there's like millions we can choose from. You know, there, I, I don't know. I mean, because obviously I don't know the, what God wants for each of us. 
But what I do know is the more steps that I take in paths that I desire or paths that I feel God wants me to take, good things happen. When I am on, let's call it on intention. When I am intentional about my life, my life goes so much better. I'm so much happier. You know, one thing that uh, my, my mentor, Michael Neal, said on a call this morning that I thought was so profound was how presence keeps us safe. Like sometimes we get in our head that we get these like angsty feelings and these urgent feelings. Oh, I've got to do something now. Generally, those aren't telling you to do the right thing. They're trying to make it look like you're doing the right thing, but they're not trying to make you actually do the right thing. Plenty of times you're actually on a good path. What if we stopped focusing on the right path and focused on a good path? You know, it's interesting. I bought this little sign on one of my artist dates. If you're familiar with the artist way, you'll understand what that means. But the gist of it is you take yourself out for a few hours each week and go do something you enjoy or do something different. And I bought this little thing that says, do what is right, not what is easy. And I might even change that to say, do what is good. And what is good sometimes is easy. That the nursery rhyme, merely, merely row your boat gently down the stream. I, I totally messed that up. Um, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Guys, row with the river. The current of life is taking you in a direction. And it's a direction that you want to go. It's a direction that you're probably loving, that you're probably enjoying, and that you want to move in that direction. So move in that direction. Take the steps. Stop worrying if every single step you take is wrong. And there is no judgment in that because I've been doing that for my whole life. I mean, everything about the way I do things has to be right. Am I smiling the right way? Am I holding myself the right way? Is my, you know, is my posture the right thing? Every single thing. That is an exhaustive way to live your life. What, the way I want to live my life is uninhibited. As long as it's not going to hurt me or hurt somebody else or prevent me from returning to the presence of God, then go do it. If you want to go and have a wonderful experience, go have a wonderful experience. I shared before about whether I didn't know if it was, I think it was the last, the last podcast or the podcast before, I shared about how I went to this concert and I didn't know if it was the right thing. And I was even worried about saying who it was because people might judge me. You know, like, who cares? Who cares what people are going to think of you? If you're right with God and you're right with you and you're doing the best you can and you're living your life, instead of over-examining every tiny step that you ever take, trust me, if you move in a direction, you're going to know if something's wrong. But it's like with a GPS. If I go the wrong direction, it tells me. It's like, hey, Joseph, you, you went the wrong way. And it's like even when I was at that concert, I you know, got kicked out of the much better seat I was sitting in because the guy got there finally. And... Uh, I started to leave the gate. I started to, there's different sections of, you know, each, each arena. And so at this amphitheater, I started to leave the gate 
And instantly it was like, hey, hey, Joseph, stop, 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 hold up. If you leave, you will not get back in. And it's basically like, hey, Joseph, I let you in once to this really, really awesome seat, but you're not getting back in if you go out. And whether that was true or not, I don't know. I, I didn't bother to, I didn't want to find out. I just did a quick U-turn and went and found a seat and somehow found the, one of the only seats that was not filled in after even once everybody showed up for the main band. Guys, what if your life didn't have to be every tiny step, every tiny thing, the pressure to say the right thing? What if you could just be you? I just want to be me. I don't know about you guys. I just want to be me. I want to be able to take whatever step I want without worrying too much about it and go forward. God will not let you go very far, very far forward in a choice if it is the wrong choice. I'm kind of sitting here thinking about, you know, some of the things that you guys might struggle with, you know, and, and maybe it happens to be dating, whether you want to go out with someone or you don't want to go out with somebody. It's not that big a deal. If you want to go out with somebody, go out with them. The way I usually say it is if you want to go out with somebody more than you don't want to go out with them, go out with them. And, and if it doesn't feel right, okay. You know, sometimes like we go do a thing and we're so afraid of it and it And then instantly it feels wrong. It's like, I've mentioned this many, many times, but for years I have, I have feared that I'd follow a certain career path. And then finally I had this traumatic experience, which I, I made up in my head that I thought this is where I I was supposed to go. And I went down that path and it was just yucky. Like it just felt awful. That wasn't, that wasn't because that path was yucky. It was because that path was wrong for me and God wanted to do whatever it took to get me on the right path or a better path for me as soon as possible. So I don't know if there's a right, a right way to live our lives, our lives, a wrong way to live our lives all the time. And I could have gone down that other path. And I don't think I would have had a lot of the wonderful experiences that I've had being in this space. I mean, in this space I'm in, I have so much ability. I have an endless, endless supply of people to be able to reach. And I love this. When I don't overthink, oh, I've got to get a podcast up. Because sometimes that does happen. Sometimes it's like, oh man, I got to get a podcast up and I'm not really in the mood to do it. I don't, I'm not feeling that spirit of doing this today. Guys, we all go through moods. We, we call them, we go through high and low moods all the time. Never make a big decision in a low mood. That is the dumbest decision you can ever make. Really. God wants to bless you so, so, so very much with the greatest things in store in your life. And if you second guess, could you imagine? Could you imagine if you were on a cross-country trip from Los Angeles to New York City and every single mile you got off the path And you literally prayed and asked God if you were on the right path. How long would that take? It would take forever. That's why God made it so much simpler for every one of us to know if we're on a good path. A good path. What does a good path mean? A good path means one that is conducive to your happiness. That's what a good path is doesn't necessarily mean you're on the right path and you have to stay there for the rest of your life. 
it's sometimes like if we feel inspired to do something and we feel like we have to stay in that thing forever. That, that, that's actually a great point. Um, that, that's a great point because so many people, they get into a marriage that's awful and horrible. And maybe even in the beginning, they felt really good about it. But the person changes, they, they change, they make other choices. I think it takes so much longer for God to get us out of a bad path. Or at least a bad path for us than it does to get in a bad path. Why is that? Because we've made it so, we've made it so firm in our head. No, this is my path. This is where I have to stay. This is what I have to do. I have to stay in my box. I have to stay right here. I don't think that's what God wants for us. I think he wants you to have the freedom to go play, to go explore, to go do whatever it is you want to do. Vincent van Gogh said, if a voice inside you tells you, you cannot paint, paint and the voice will be silenced. I mean, just to give you an idea of some of the thoughts that were already going through my head this morning were... There was a a call I was on with my mentor, and in the Zoom chat, somebody messaged me and said, "Hey, you know, you you helped me in coaching a long time ago. Do you want to talk?" You know, and in my head, I start thinking, "Well, you know, do I call him right after? Do I call him later? Do you know all these things that we're thinking in our head?" And finally, I just decided, you know what, I don't I don't have anything for the next hour. I'm just going to call him, and I called him when we had a great conversation, and then right after that. I was like, I was so pumped to come in and do this podcast. And I just figured I'd make one call before that. And I called a person, they didn't answer. And I sit down to do the podcast and they're calling through and I'm thinking, okay, well, I was just about to do the podcast. Do I hang up? Do I answer? Do I hang up? Do I answer? Do I hang up? Do I answer? Just make a choice. I mean, even if I'm on a call and if it doesn't feel like the right thing, you know when a call starts to die out. You just kind of have that feeling in a conversation. You're like, oh, this conversation's ending. There is a beginning. There is an ending to every experience in our lives. And we don't have to worry about every single one of them. You get to live your life. You get to design your life. And if you're going a way that is not conducive to your long-term happiness, I mean your happiness for this life and what I believe to be the next life as well then God's going to tell you, you're going to feel not good at all. Something's just going to feel off. It's like I'm nursing some different injuries and I prayed about, I was kind of conflicted about whether to go to the gym because of these injuries that I'm nursing yesterday. And so I literally prayed about it and I basically said, I'm going. And God's like, don't do that today, Joseph. Not a good choice today. Well, I listened. And I'm really glad that I listened because we never know. Like sometimes we do get the, we do the thing that we think we have to do that doesn't feel good. And it costs us time. You know, I look back at my life and there's a few decisions that I I call them the best decisions I never made because they weren't my decisions. Like, I made the choice in the end, but I knew absolutely that that was not the right thing. You know, I had this experience where I just, I had got engaged to this girl and it just felt awful the entire time I was with her. Maybe not the entire time, but 
it just didn't feel amazing, okay? It didn't feel amazing. We were constantly fighting and arguing. And I just kept taking steps further and further until finally I proposed to her because I, I mean, I didn't have any experience. I mean, we're taught, at least in my faith, when I was brought up, like they were, we were taught that, you know, you don't even go out and single date. Like you go double date because, you know, you can get in trouble on single dates is pretty much the idea. And so I didn't have anything to compare it to. So I came back from my, my mission to Brazil and, and I came back from that and I didn't have much experience. And so I started dating this girl and it didn't feel great, but it probably felt a little bit better than being alone. And I got engaged at my, actually it was the night of my sister's wedding reception. And it, and it just felt not great. So much so that like when I actually proposed a, a little bit later, probably about a few months later, the night before I proposed, I felt awful. But awful. I don't. I don't even think I lied in my bed. I, I laid on my floor the whole night. It. It was really. It felt like I was going. And uh, walking down that. What do they call that? You know, just taking your last walk when you know you're about to be executed, like death row or something like that. Like it. It really did. Like it felt awful. Well, do you know what that feeling was telling me? That feeling was Heavenly Father telling me, Joseph. Don't do this. But in my head, I reason. I'm like, well, we're flying to her, to her state today, or in, you know, like, and we're taking engagement pictures because we were already unofficially engaged. And I did it, and it felt awful, and ended up costing me some, some, a uh, little bit of money. And uh, guys, it just, it just wasn't a good situation. Like, it really, really wasn't. It was awful. And so, but it wasn't until a few weeks after that, that I, I went and I just felt this, you know, really strong feeling that I needed to go to the temple. And when I was there, I had the worst feeling I'd ever had. That was God telling me, Joseph, no, don't do this. Don't do this. No, I'm not saying anything bad about that particular girl. It just wasn't right for me. So like, so God will guide and direct us. Now I've had other experiences where something has just felt amazing and I don't, I hardly even have to question it. It's almost like, Hey, are we, are we good with this choice? Heavenly father. And he's like, absolutely. Joseph, I, I'm, I'm really grateful. You finally arrived at this choice that I've been trying to get you to make for a long time, but it feels joyful. It feels good. It feels peaceful. So you don't have to worry about every step you take because if you take a few steps in the wrong direction, you'll feel it. It will feel off. You'll feel confused. You'll feel frustrated. But even like I mentioned, almost leaving that gate at that concert, there was, there was a feeling of confusion. Like, wait, hold up. Something's off here. Well, what was off is I was going to leave a really awesome concert because I was a little bit caught up in my head. You know, and, and sometimes when we are caught up in our head, the best thing to do is just be still. But you don't have to live a certain life. So what again, if you didn't have to live your life the right way, what would you choose? What would you do differently? What would you try? What would you love to try? 
When we stop thinking that everything in life has to be a certain way, life becomes a game. Life becomes a game of, well, I'd love to have that. You know, one of the cool things that I've started to do is there's a, there's a really cool program. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to give him a shout out here because I, I really like the program and I've only had it for a few days, but it's a, uh, it's called John's background switcher. And it's this really cool thing that actually manipulates your desktop on at least a PC computer. And I can do all kinds of different cool things with pictures on the background. And all of my pictures are things that meant to inspire or things that I want. Well, it just so happens that when one of those things pops up, I get really excited. And others, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Well, funny enough, the thing that I, I get excited about, because these are things from like my vision folder, right? So things that I really, really want. The thing that I want right now, most of all, is this really, really awesome Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machine that came out a few years ago. It is just so cool looking. Like, and, and I really, really enjoy pinball. So every time that comes up, I'm like, that get, that's exciting. Well, put more of those things in your life. More of those things that you're like, yes, I would totally love that. I would totally love that. I would totally love that. And then all of a sudden your life starts to shift because you're not trying to do things the right way. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. I've shared many times on here, but I've had experiences in my life that have been really, really hard. And you better believe I've said plenty of things that probably are not the best things to say. Why do I want to say that? And why do I say that so often on the podcast? Because the thing that I've struggled with more of my life than almost anything is allowing myself to be a, a spiritual being having a human experience, allowing myself to mess up, allowing myself to make mistakes. That's how we learn. You learn by making mistakes. You learn by having experiences. And some of those are painful and some of those hurt. But God is always there for you. He always knows what he's doing. We just don't trust him enough to just keep allowing ourselves to go in directions that we want to or that we feel guided. It's almost like, oh my goodness, this feels so good going this direction. Now, what bad thing's going to happen to stop it? That's how I think. Or I would think to myself, you know, things along the lines of like, you know, one time I was on a, a snowboarding trip with a friend of mine and his family, you know, and, and we were there over a Sunday. And, and it, you know, I, I, don't, I don't remember if any of them went and snowboarded on that Sunday, but I, I don't think they did. But even the thought in my head was even if I chose to go snow, snowboarding today, I would probably break my leg. Why? Because if I ever do anything bad on the Sabbath, I will be punished, I will be smitten, and I will be chastised. You know the times that I've actually seen the most outpouring of love? It's when I go to Heavenly Father and I say, oh my goodness, Heavenly Father, I totally, totally messed up. I, I remember a particular experience of this. I was watching, I was watching wrestling till like three in the morning. And this was probably 10 years ago, so this was a actually longer than that. This was a pretty profound experience. And I went to God and said, I messed up again. I did it again. I can't believe this. I, I, you know, I, I'm so like, I'm so frustrated and I'm so mad. And it was like, Heavenly Father was like, Joseph, chill. And you know, and I, I guess, you know, kind of extrapolating further on that conversation of what it might've looked like. He, he might've been like, Joseph, 
You didn't go out. You didn't hurt anybody. You didn't insult anybody. You weren't rude to anybody. You didn't kill anybody. You didn't hurt yourself. You made a choice. And it didn't feel good. So don't make it again. I think more often than not, God is not smiting us. He's saying to chill out. Guys, you do not have to live a perfect life. Because Jesus Christ, your Savior, came and paid for all of your sins. All of them. All of your mistakes. All of your hurts. All of your pains. And all of everybody else's. You know, I had, I had an experience recently where I went to somebody for help. And it was not well received. And I'd been told by God in a blessing to, you know, go to these particular people for help. And I was so hurt and I was so just, wow. And I came home and I just kneeled down and I prayed to Heavenly Father. And I said, hey, I did what you told me to do. And it was not well received. And, and God gave me so much comfort and so much joy and so much peace. And he, you know what he basically said? Joseph, I'll take care of it. You did what I told you to do. You, you took the step I told you to take. I'll take care of it. God has infinite ways to help you. If we would just understand, and this is something I struggle with too, of understanding that we do have a loving Heavenly Father that reaches out to us on a daily basis, that serves us, that helps us, that lifts us up, that does all kinds of amazing things for us. I also want to point out, like, when, when God said, I'll take care of it, it wasn't like Him saying, you know, like, 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 you know, calling them Bob Boss, and they're like, yeah, I got this. I'll take care of it. We'll, uh, you know, like, it wasn't that. It was simply Joseph, I'll take care of it. I don't want the other person punished or hurt or smitten or anything of that sort. Because I know everybody else is going through a lot of challenges in their lives, too. I just want to be at peace. And I want to be helped in that area of my life. God will help you. He will do whatever it takes to get you where he wants you to be. And you don't have to worry about it. He knows exactly what he's doing. What if you could take every step of your life like a child takes them? I mean, that's all I want to do is return to being like a little kid that can just take whatever step they want and be as joyful as they want and tell people off if they want and it to be okay. Okay, maybe, maybe not always telling people off, but just being that joyful little child. Now, I've got this amazing, I've, I've got amazing nieces and nephews, but I've got one, one particular one that is just so joyful and happy. And so present with life. And, and I'm sitting there worried about like, oh crap, like, I, I, okay, I got to get myself in the mode to play cars. I got to get myself in the mood to play this. I got I to gotta do this. He just lets himself be. 
Like we've added so many layers of stuff to us. And that's what I want to be washed away. I want to just be whole. I want to just be able to make whatever choice I want to make in the moment and it to be okay. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody or hurt me. What if you could live your life like that? What if you could live your life from that joyful, incredible, amazing space? And you could trust that guiding hand of Heavenly Father to say, yeah, no, not this one, and bring you back. But funny enough, the longer we don't listen and the closer we get to turning points in our lives, that's when his hand really starts to pull us back and life starts to feel really yucky. Because God wants you to know and get you off off that wrong path as soon as possible. And sometimes it'll even let us go down paths for a little bit so we know for sure, absolutely certain, not the path. I'm grateful for those experiences in my life. I'm grateful to have gone that far with my fiance to know absolutely this is not it. I'm grateful to know that I'm actually grateful to have gone that far in my, that other career path to know absolutely this is not it. Do you know what God wants for each of you? He says it in John 10.10. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That is what God wants for you. To have life more abundantly. To throw yourself into life knowing like he's got you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to provide for you. And you don't have to worry about it. If you start throwing yourself into any path that feels good, good things will happen. But we start getting so in our head about, well, I went down this path and it didn't work out the second I went down it. Okay. What else do you want to throw yourself into? Stop making your life try to look right. Who cares? Now, I know that sounded kind of angry, probably because I try to make my life look right way too often. Because we care what people think. We care what people are going to say. But you know what? A lot of people aren't even thinking about you. Like there's this saying, when I was 20, I cared what everybody thought. When I was 40, I stopped caring what everyone thought. And when I was 80, I realized nobody ever cared. Nobody, like, think about it for you. Are you paying attention to all the little things going on around you? All the little people that aren't, you know, doing things perfectly? Or are you just trying to do the best you can to survive your life? I'm guessing it's probably the latter. So maybe everybody else is doing the exact same thing and you don't have to watch, walk every step and you don't have to always suck in your gut and you don't always have to be perfect. There's a line I wrote in a song that says, there's an island where everybody's perfect and everybody's perfectly miserable. If you want to watch a movie about that, the movie The Stepford Wives is all about everybody trying to be perfect. and Everybody is miserable. It's like that couple that looks like they're doing everything perfectly, but you know they're not. 
and you know they're not happy and you know something's off. We can all tell when somebody something stinks. It's like when when somebody passes gas at a room and you're like, like I they're like I didn't do it, and you're like it's only you and me in here, and I know it wasn't me. <laughs> they're like yeah yeah I did it. You know it's like it, it it's pretty much that obvious sometimes. Live your life. Stop trying to live the life that others expect of you or that you think others expect of you. The only person that you have to please is you and Heavenly Father. And the sooner you get to pleasing yourself and doing the things that bring you true joy, I don't mean sitting around for 10 hours a day and playing video games. I don't mean that at all because that doesn't bring true joy. True joy comes from doing things that help us to grow, helping, like, there's nothing wrong with playing video games, but it's not going to lead you to this place of lasting happiness. Do the things that you love to do. In C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters, he says, most people live their entire lives doing neither that which they ought to do, nor that which they love to do. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, and you're not doing what you're loved, what you, you love to do, what are you doing? So either throw more, more joy into the experience of what you're doing, or stop. It's amazing once we just get present how our life begins to change. I mean, I'll share one thing with you guys. Like, you know, we're, people are so worried about how to, how, you know, how to diet, how to get in shape. I've been trying to get into shape for a year or two after I took a long time off from working out a few years ago. And it's really interesting because, you know, I just started to not snack during the day, like just eat a, a straight breakfast, a straight lunch and a straight dinner. And it's actually, I only started this a few days ago, but I've actually seen some pretty big results. And that just came from a simple, a simple YouTube video that I happened to see. Like, yeah, just stop snacking. Stop snacking and don't eat way too much. And I, and I mean, I eat like, you know, it's pretty much, I, I have eggs for breakfast with juice. And I have, and, and, then, and then sometimes a yogurt. And for lunch, I'll usually have a protein shake with oatmeal, peanut butter, and honey. And then for dinner, I'll often have chicken and rice. And it's worked pretty good. And I haven't really been that hungry. Because, you know, I'm kind of on a, on a schedule now. You don't have to do everything right. You just have to stop thinking that you're doing everything wrong. What I want for all of you is to be in an, in, in, what's the word? Ininhibited or something like that. Whatever word I used earlier in the podcast. Uninhibited. That's the word. I want you to be uninhibited in your life. I don't want you anything, anything to slow you down. I don't want anything to stop you. I want you to start moving forward in every direction of your life that you desire to move and go do cool stuff. Go make awesome things happen. Go make an amazing, awesome life. And an awesome life is one that is lived, not one that's over-examined. You know, when I was on my mission, I, I served two. I served a two-year mission in Brazil, and then I served this special performing mission where you go and perform for an entire summer in this little city called Nauvoo. And it was interesting because I, I actually, I, I spent a lot of time writing in my journal. And if I'm being honest, I was trying to like, 
you know, do everything better on that second mission than I'd done on my first mission. You know, every little thing that I could try to do better. And that wasn't the experience that was there. I mean, my experience was to perform. It was a very different experience. And I think so often we try to re like, we try to make up for the experiences we never had. You know, I loved it. Something I read in Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. She talked about a director friend of hers that said, you know, once I've already finished directing a picture, that's when I knew how to direct the picture. Whenever you finish doing something, that's when you'll know how to do it. Once you finish writing your first book, you'll know how to write a better second book. Once you finish writing your first song, you'll know how to write a, se- a better second song. Do you know what stops us more than anything? It's all the noise in our head. We're like going forward and it's like, well, this has got to be a hit song. Like, even if I've never written a song before, this one has to be a hit. Usually pressure does not work. They say pressure builds diamonds, but it takes thousands and thousands of years. I'd rather just live my life now. Stop trying to make your life this sparkly, sparkly diamond. Who gives a care? I want to invite you, whatever it is that you would love to do today, I want to invite you to go do it. Stop living your past. Stop worrying about your past. Stop regretting all your past decisions and just go live your life. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.